Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, welcome back. Final hour. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Tuesday. It's raining, but we're here. We're good. We've got an hour to go. Uh, let's do a uh, cap on the alcohol comment. Comment on the alcohol topic is what the word I was looking for. Sorry. Uh, more Americans than ever are drinking hard liquor. That's according to Gallup. What say you? 803-0930, star 930. Rich in Williamsville had a bad signal. We got him back. Rich, what's on your mind? Sorry about this. It's, uh, New York State's right around Pembroke. You really have trouble holding on to a signal. But what I called to talk about was your question about scotch, how you never really got what the attraction was. And your earlier caller recommended an excellent blended scotch. But for me, if you want to try something great, try a single malt scotch, not a blend. Most of your commercial scotches are blends, just like most wines are. It's a, they take a whole bunch of different batches of scotch, and they mix it together so that it always tastes the same. The single malts, totally different totally different flavor experience. Um, a couple of them that are available that you'll find in chain restaurants, Glen Livet, Glen Fittich. But I've gone to restaurants, you know, your higher-end places, and honestly, I'm rather frugal, so this is something I would do if I, I'm at a company outing and having a drink on the company dime because I'm a beer drinker. But if I want one of something different, I would get talking to the bartender and ask what they recommend in a single malt. And I've had bartenders say, well, this, this single malt was the preferred scotch of Queen Victoria. I couldn't tell you what the name of it was because I would never buy it myself. But the flavor, totally different. Totally different. So single malt is the way to go if uh, if you don't like the blend taste. All right, Rich, I'll have to uh, take you up on that. I'm glad you called back in. Glad you uh, stayed on hold during the, uh, the news, Rich, in Williamsville. Tom in Lackawanna, your take on Bloody Mary, Tom. Yes, I told uh, Mr. Josh, uh, whoever invented it, it was probably an English woman named Mary. Get it? Bloody Mary? Uh, uh, do you like Bloody Marys? No, but I also told Mr. Josh. Um, I, Joe, you say you were, uh, by the way, let me get the formality out of the way. I love talking to you. I like your view on politics and other things, and it's always a pleasure. Well, thank you, Tom. Anyway, you're welcome. I always tell you that. But anyway, I, you say you're 35, I believe? Almost. Okay. Uh, you're, so I'm thinking your parents, your father especially, might be somewhere near my age. Did he ever or they ever tell you about something called a red eye? 
No. Yeah, I don't think you would like this either, but you never know. I mean, personally, I would prefer vodka with blood, uh, with uh, uh, tomato juice, but beer and tomato juice is called a red eye. Oh, no. Yeah. No. It's also known as the poor man's, you know, Bloody Mary, the poor man's breakfast drink, uh Mixed beer with a little tomato juice for the first thing in the morning. That's what a lot of, I've tended bar for years. If that's what a lot of people come in in the morning and want to drink, it's a red eye. Bloody me, yeah, beer and blood. And, so uh, people will actually walk up to the bar and ask for this? Yeah, red eye. It was known, you know, I tended bar. It's been like almost 25 years the last time I tended bar, Joe. Oh, wow. I, I'll tell you right now, Tom, I, I, I'd rather just have the beer. Just give me the beer, leave the tomato juice out. I don't mind it. I like I say, I would prefer vodka with the uh, with the tomato. But to me, I I tried it. It's not bad at all. If you're you know have, have any taste for drinking at all, and I do believe me, Joe. I'm an everyday drinker, but to this day, but um, you know, I, I don't. I told Tom a while back when he did a show about something similar. I don't feel I have to drink. I feel I want to drink, but that's my thing. But um, the red eye is not uh, not bad at all. Is you know, if you're a beer drinker, especially, and if it's the morning and you want to start drinking for one or two. Uh, before you get into just plain beer or anything else, that's uh, yeah, that was a popular in its day. I can't say these days. All right, hey Tom, appreciate the call, Tom in Lackawanna. Yeah, I brought it up on uh, on Google. The red eye recipe, it is tomato juice, a pinch of salt, and your favorite beer, and that will get you the red eye. I I think I'll just leave tomato juice out of my uh, my alcohol drinking. I like tomato juice. I, I'll have tomato juice by itself. You want to give me a stalk of celery and some uh, some olives on the side? Sure, but I'm I don't need to mix the alcohol with it. But I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, uh, Tom and Rich. Thank you for hanging on, Rich. Uh, Tom, I appreciate the uh, the kind words. I'm not trying the red eye though, Rich. I will try the single malt. I, I, I that and Russell and Middleport. I'm going to try the Dwyer's too. So I've got I've got some things to check out. Doors. What did I say? Dwyer's. Yeah, the doers. And I, we will try that out on over the weekend and get back to you. Appreciate the calls on that and the text on that. Now, Luke Combs coming to town in April to Highmark Stadium. Excited for the show. I'm definitely going to get tickets to go uh, as tickets go on sale next Friday. They go on sale next Thursday for Bill's season ticket holders. Um, I think April, a little early for a stadium at uh, for a concert at the stadium. That, the dates really stuck out at me. But Luke Combs is great. And I saw Luke Combs five, six years ago when he only had a couple hits at um, a show at the ballpark downtown. Uh, he was not the main headline, uh, but he was great. He, he, put on, he put on an excellent show. And it makes me think of something we talked about uh, probably a year ago now, and that is seeing acts, seeing big stars before they hit it big. 803-0930, star 930. I want to hear your story of seeing someone who hit it real big right before, and you saw it right before they hit it big. You saw them when they had a hit, two hits. I know when we did the show last, Josh, when I went to go see um, Corey Kent uh, at Riverworks uh, when he had that his first hit out. 8030930 star 930. I want to hear about the time you saw someone and go, "Who who am I seeing? Who's this?" and they blew up to be one of the top stars. It could have been at a small show. It could have been opening up for somebody. I think that's a common one as well. 
I remember seeing Thomas Rhett. Did he open up for Florida Georgia Line? Am I getting that right? He opened up for someone one of the years I had the uh, country mega ticket at Darien Lake. Uh, and now, look, Thomas Rhett is one of the top uh, country music artists. So I want to hear that at 803 And I want to hear your thoughts on a concert stadium in April. Now, as I said earlier, I don't like when people complain. Okay, so I don't want to complain here because I've always said I want country music concerts to return to the stadium. I, I think it should be a regular thing at least once a year. A big name country act should be at the stadium in Orchard Park. So I'm not changing that statement, and I'm happy that Luke Combs is coming here and doing two shows, two nights, two different opening acts. Okay, so I want to be completely clear. I am happy this is here. But is it difficult to commit to an April 19th and April 20th stadium show? Knowing what the weather is in western New York on April 19th and April 20th. Josh, you're a country music fan. Luke Combs is in town. He's he's probably got 10 times the uh, hits he had when I saw him six years ago. April 19th. It's four days after my birthday. I'm going. You're going? Well, I hope to go. How are you dressing? I hope to go. I don't know. Because I I honestly didn't think about that, and I texted my buddy about it because he wants to go too. And he's like, that just – because he's like, oh, it's Key Bank Center, right? And I was like, no, it's, it's Highmark Stadium. And he's like, oh. All right, that could change things. And I was like, yeah, like what if we get, you know, our lovely Buffalo winter extended or just cold weather? Well, as I told my buddy, because my buddy brought that up to me. He's the one who actually brought it up. So uh, if my Brian, if my friend Brian is listening, a uh, different Brian, not Mazarowski. He's also my friend, but a different Brian is listening. He's the one that brought up it's in April. And I said to him, I'm used to being at Highmark Stadium in cold temperatures. That is very true. Do you want to take a guess at what the high was on April 19th, 2023? I'm going to say, because I remember, I, I, I'm i going to say 70. Okay. Because I remember it being really warm on my birthday this past year, because I played golf on my birthday and it was really nice out. Your birthday's the 16th? Yes. Okay, it was 86 on your birthday. Yeah. On the, 20, on the 19th? was 45. Oh, man. And the low is 35. So a night concert, Highmark Stadium, 35 degrees. But wait, what was the what was the temperatures for the day after? So the 20th, which would be the second show, the Saturday show, it was a high of 65. But again, on night show, it was a low of 41. Okay. Again, yeah. I'm going regardless because we live in Buffalo, and I have been saying that we need more country concerts at the stadium. I'm not going to if we're the one place that the temperature, okay, let's not let's not factor in snow or anything. The temperature shouldn't keep us away from anything. Right? I mean, you this is also coming from the guy who went to go watch Bills Patriots playoffs in negative uh degrees while his beer froze halfway through. I was at the the Dolphins snowball game last year, so Exactly. It's it, it it's it's literally just a mental thing. In some it cases, and, and it's a country concert. Once you just to go off our off our last topic, once you get the adult beverages flowing, and once you start singing "Long Neck Ice Cold Beer," once you start singing, I don't think you're going to be cold, regardless of what the temperature is. 
But you know what? That's the thing about April. It can be 86 or it can be 45. The lowest high this April, just to put everything in perspective, the lowest high this April was 41 degrees. Just to just to say. It didn't but, get but colder. But if you think about it, you could you could easily bundle up for that. No, it was 35, sorry. Oh. Yes, the, the, the lowest high was 35. Again, the lowest low was 22. Uh, just something to factor in. I'll be at the show. The, the cold weather will not keep me away. Will the cold weather keep you away? And to kind of feed off something Mazarowski and I talked about a few weeks ago, who is an act you would go see no matter how cold it is? We talked about no matter how expensive it is or how awful the venue is, no matter how cold it is. Who would you go see? 803-0930, star 930. Luke Combs is coming to Highmark Stadium in April. Are you there? Are you not? Does the weather keep you away? 803-0930. And I last saw Luke Combs when he only had a couple of hits, and now he's one of the biggest touring artists in America. Who is someone you saw early in their career, and then they blew up to a megastar? And let's talk about venues. We're talking about weather. Let's talk about venues. And nothing against the fair. I know it always seems like I'm, I'm, I'm picking on the fair. But can we just be honest that the venue at the fair is not good? I mean, am I? Am I, I was there Saturday and I had a fantastic time. The vi- so how were the view from the, vi- from the stands to the stage? Oh, well, I wasn't in the grandstands. I was on the, I was on the ground. So you think it's a good venue? I mean... Where I was, it was great. Who'd you go see, Chubby Checker? Uh, no, Young Gravy. Okay, uh, he's a he's a rapper around my age, actually. But he's I don't know his music's pretty good. But I'm not a huge rap music fan. Is he related to Wavy Gravy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I I've been to two concerts at the fair. That one where I was in, I was like six rows back, and I had a great time. And then I saw Jason Aldean. When he came to the fair in like 2012, my mom won tickets and we were in the grandstands. And if you would have asked me then, I probably would have said it's not great because I don't like sitting in the grandstands there. Yes. It's okay. just, it's too so, far from the stage. So I went to go see Chris Young there. That's the most recent concert. I won't mention the other concerts I saw at the fair. Uh, but <laughs> I'll tell you off the air, Josh. Uh, I went to go see Chris Young there in 2018. And you're right. I was not in the grandstands and it was it was not a bad view. Um the only problem was the electricity went out halfway through the show, and he didn't get to tomorrow. So we did not hear tomorrow, and my dad loves that song. So that was a little disappointing. Um, but this is something that, uh, again, we talked about in the morning. But what is the best venue in Western New York to see a show, and what is the worst venue in Western New York to see a show, and why? And I, I think... If you've seen a show at the Outer Harbor, that is quickly becoming one of the worst places to see a show. And it has nothing to do with the with the stage or the sight lines. It has to do with getting out of the show. 803-0930, star 930, Joe in the Falls. Joe, you saw someone before they were big? Yeah, well, I went to Toronto. I'm guessing, I'm thinking back mid-90s, maybe early 90s, and I seen... Uh, Triumph and Rush at the CNE, and uh, Tragically Hip was playing in the parking lot, and there was just a few people watching them there. We stood there by them for a little while, 
and listen to them. And then they turned out to be pretty big, not so much here in the U.S., but Canada. Yeah, pretty big. Now, when, when they hit it big, you, you recognized right away that was the band you saw in the parking lot? Yeah, I I, uh, I recognized it, and uh, my nephew that went with me, uh, he told me also. Yeah, we didn't, you know, we didn't know, uh, you know, n- nobody had ever heard of them or anything uh, back then. I don't remember any of the songs they did, but it looked like they had like a good local following or something, you know, like maybe they were a a, a bar band or something like that in that area. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Yeah, the tragically tragically hit big in Canada, big in Western York, I'd say as well. Uh, now, how was Rush? Oh, Rush was good. I like Rush. They used to come to the yard a lot because, you know, uh, a lot of the big bands in the in the United States they didn't come to, uh, uh, around here too much. But uh, Rush came here every year in the summer. I seen them a whole bunch of times. Uh, I missed the yard. Yeah. Uh, last last concert I seen at the yard was Page and Plant. Last concert I saw. Only concert I saw at the yard was Garth Brooks back. Uh, I think it was in '94. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm 62 years old, but <laughs> I, I I really don't. I've, Felt bad when they tore it down. I thought there was a lot of history there. Yeah, for yeah, Joe. Uh, appreciate the call. That's something we could talk about later in the week as well because the yard was one of those places they had. All, they were going to do this. They were going to do that. They were going to uh, redevelop it. Blah blah blah. Next thing you know, they tear it down. Eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. Asking you an April concert at the stadium. It's not keeping me away. We live in Buffalo. I'm used to being cold at Highmark Stadium. Would it keep you away? Who is an artist you saw before they hit it big, and what and why? What is the absolute worst venue in Western New York, and why? 803-0930, star 930, back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here on News Radio 930, WBEN final segment. 
asking you a couple questions. Number one, a concert at the stadium in April. Are you all in no matter what? Is the weather holding you back? The potential weather holding you back? It's not stopping me. Not stopping Josh. What about you? Uh, Who is an act that no matter how cold it was, you would go see? Like if they were at the stadium and it could be 20 degrees outside, it could be 10 degrees outside, you would still go. Josh Luke Combs. Luke Combs, is that for you? Yeah, he's he's easily my favorite country artist right now. Would you go sit in... uh, Cold weather for Taylor Swift? No, I wouldn't. You couldn't. Well, no, you could pay me to go see Taylor Swift. But I would not pay to go see Taylor Swift. I see what you're saying. All right. Um, Who is someone I mentioned? I saw Luke Luke Combs before he got really big. I mean, he was big. He had a few hits. Uh, But now, I mean, he is a megastar. Who is someone you saw before they blew up and became a megastar? And the worst venue and best venue to see a concert in Western New York. Let's start with Douglas in Clarence. Douglas, who did you see before they got big? So in about, I think it was 1985, I saw the Tragically Hip at September's, and uh, they didn't know that Cheektowaga was part of Buffalo. So when they got there, they're like, we didn't know that, that Cheektowaga was Buffalo, and we have as many fans in Canada as we do here. And so they... Uh, if you can picture September's, all the way to the right side was the, the the manager's office, and he, for one, the police shut down the road from ECC to the tunnel, and uh, and no one could go down unless they had a ticket because it was kind of a mob scene, and he sold tickets because the hip wanted more money, and he sold tickets illegally to people in the parking lot, and then they walked through the office and got in that way, and. Uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy, and uh, it was it was way over capacity, <laughs> but uh, good show, and you know, the hip's the hip. Would Would you say that that venue, seeing them at a, a bar type setting, better than seeing them at a big at a big uh, venue? No, well, I saw them the last time before Gordy got sick. I I uh, I saw him in Canadagua, and we were real close, and. Um, that was probably the you know that's a much better venue. Um, Town Ballroom is also a great place to see a show. Yes, for the right band for sure. But uh, I was at uh, when I was at Canadagua, my girlfriend hits me and she goes because a guy came in a tie dye walked next to us with his ticket. And he's looking around, and she goes, "That was Getty Lee." I heard a guy just talking about Rush, and so I'm like, it was? And so and I'm a Rush fan, and then he came back, and I looked at him, and no one looks like Getty Lee. It was Getty Lee. He was lost, and uh, and you know he's a he's a I know he's a hip fan because well they're all Canadian, you know. <laughs> hey man, appreciate the call, Douglas and Clarence. September's that is the place that was on Young's and Arrow. There's a golf uh, driving range there now, and I always slow down when I drive by there to see is that building September's. The uh, one next to the driving range. It's got like a. It, it's the big building next to the the small building at the golfing ra- at the golf range. I've always wondered that. Uh, let's go to Jim, who's right there in Chitawaga. Jim, you saw someone before they hit it big. Oh, I remember seeing uh, ACDC at Harvey and Corky Stage One in the late seventies, or I don't remember what year, out in Clarence at a bar that they had. 
Were they were, were they a good bar band? They were a good bar band, yeah. Uh, I'm not a, a super fan of them, but I remember seeing that's a band that made it huge. Uh, also, I, people mentioned Rush. I saw Rush with Triumph, and I can't remember the band. I think Ronnie Hawkins was in it, maybe, but they played at the Century Theater. And I was in the third row, and, and that was uh, before they, you know, they were just at the 2000 or 3000, that, that capacity. They hadn't gone to the odd or anything yet. Wow, look so at that. Was, and my favorite venue was probably, was probably Shays. I remember seeing uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen at Shays before he got uh, big enough to go into the odd and that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Shays is, people forget, the Google Dolls did a few shows at Shays. The Shays is a great location. Hey, appreciate the call, Jim. 803-0930, star 930. We're getting, you know, when we ask this question, the number one answer is Darien Lake. And I think a lot of that has to do with the parking at Darien Lake. Um, because there are some positives. You know, when I used to get the country mega ticket, uh, for all the country shows at Darien Lake, which I don't even know if they do that anymore, but they used to. You could get all the country concerts on one ticket, uh, and I would get the lawn seats. And, you know, the lawn seats are a great deal at Darien Lake. They are. Y- you have to deal with some people who don't know how to control their adult beverages. But, yes, it, 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 the, the lawn seats are great. The problem with Darien Lake is it is an all-day commitment. You get there early, you park, you tailgate. And then you post tailgate because it's, in my opinion, it's stupid to just start trying to get out of there. You know, I love telling the story about the time that I was at a country concert and after the show, I was supposed to meet up with some friends, but the lot was swarmed. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take a nap. And I thought I had set an alarm. I didn't. Next thing I know, I wake up, it's three in the morning and I'm one of the only cars left. It was an easy exit. I suggest everyone do that. It's the easiest exit. You get a nice nap in. Three o'clock, you're on the road. But yeah, I think Darien Lake's parking makes that just a brutal place to see a show um, just because of of the after the concert. And I can't believe all these years later, they have not found a quicker system to get cars out of that lot. It just becomes a mess. Leaving a show at Darien Lake, it becomes an absolute mess. You've got cars bunched up all over the place. But again, I, I as someone who's probably sat almost everywhere at that venue, there are some good seats, and the lawn seats are a good deal. It is just difficult to get out, and that that la- that feeling stays with a lot of people. I think the stadium, it's been a while, a long while since I've seen a show at the stadium. But I don't remember it being an awful um, place to see a show. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll find out in April. I think the arena is a fine place to see the sh- to see a show. I thought when concerts were in the square, it was a fun place to see a show. Uh, when the Goo Goo Dolls were in front of City Hall. I'm not saying that was the the best sight lines, but that was a fun show to go to um, if you didn't mind the rain. Uh, Let's go to Randy in the falls. Randy, you saw someone before they got big. Yeah, uh, my cousin owned uh, the Imperial Garage in Niagara Falls, downtown Niagara Falls. And I in the early 70s, I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan was one of the acts. Tickets were $2 to get in. No one knew who he was. There was only about 10 people there. 
Oh, that was that was a long time ago. That was a good show. He, he put on a good show. Oh yeah, he put on a good show. He had a lot of good acts in there. He had Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, all the old good blues guys in that. And they used to go to his house and party with my aunt and that, and go swimming in the pool. And what year was this? It's uh, seventy-one, I believe it was. Seventy-one. All right, so early on for him. Oh yeah, it was early. He was just a youngster then. And uh-huh. like I said, no one knew who he was. I still have my ticket stuff, $2 for the tickets. <laughs> $2. $2. Even now, if you go see someone early on in their career, you're at least you're at least going to have to put down 25 bucks. <laughs> you, can't, you can't buy bubblegum for $2. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you don't want to take it to a show. That's right. Hey, Randy, appreciate the call. Stevie, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, in 71. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan tragically died in 1990. Um, not to bring down the, bring down the mood, but... Um, was looking him up, died in a helicopter crash in 1990, only 35 years old. But uh, Randy saw him early on in his career. What about you? 8030930, star 930. That's the number to get on. I still want to hear is anyone turned off by an April outdoor concert? I'm not. I'm fine with it. We're one of 13 cities. But is anyone out there? Turned off by an April concert. So far on the text board, I haven't seen anyone say it. We've got a few texts about Darien Lake. We've got a few texts about the stadium. But what about April 19th, April 20th? Are you comfortable committing to a show in mid-April next week? 803-0930, star 930 will get you on the show. We're talking about concerts. It seems to be a regular topic on the Bowerly program, talking about music acts, your favorite concert. Uh, I think Tom, a few weeks ago, did your favorite cover band. Uh, We've got some great cover bands here. But an April stadium concert, to me, that's interesting. I'm not sure it's ever happened before. Uh, Will you be going? Finally, someone texted in and said, yes, that April 19th, April 20th, that I can't commit to that. That's a turnoff uh, for me. What about you? And who is someone you saw early in their career before they hit it big? Frank on a cell. Frank, thanks for hanging on. Hey, how we doing? Doing all right, Frank. Who did you see? I seen Blue Oyster Cult at the old Beverly Theater on Broadway in Buffalo for twenty five cents. Oh wow! <laughs> then I, I said I was going to blow your mind, and then uh, I seen him again. At September's, but then they changed their name to Strawberries, and I seen them again for five dollars. Now, were they good in a small venue like that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they were excellent. And they played "Don't Fear the Reaper," or was that before they came up with "Don't Fear the Reaper"? Uh, uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper." They played it uh, Strawberries. All right, all right. Did they have the cowbell? Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. Appreciate the call, Frank. On a cell, you know, it, it's it's you know, and I, I know I mentioned this a lot. You guys are probably sick of me t- uh, talking about it, but I love hearing about like old venues, places that are no longer open. Uh, people like to talk about the one that was na- uh, like an airplane, seven forty seven. 737, 747, um, you know, but it's torn down. Like, I love the fact that people are talking about the September's place, and the building is still there. Like, I think that's cool. I know you're probably like, Joe, you're so weird, but I think that is cool. You know, I love watching people walk through old venues, abandoned buildings, and I love the idea of, yeah, this place has been closed for 20 years, but it's still sitting there. You know, it's like a time capsule. I'm obsessed with stuff like that. And when you guys draw my attention to something like that, 
I I can't help but want to just go and check it out. Um, but I want to thank you all for a uh, great show. I didn't do a great show. You, the audience, uh, calls, text, social media interactions. You guys were great today, and thank you so much for making a dreary Tuesday a fun day at work. So thank you, audience. You guys are great. Um, I want to thank everyone who called in. Uh, we're going to continue following this issue on the 219. And if you, in the next few days, get a flat on the 219, I want you to please let me know. You can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, I'm sorry, on X. You could email me. Um, but please, if you discuss, if you or someone you know ends up getting a flat on that stretch of the 219, let me know. We, we are obviously in contact with the DOT. They only gave me a um, statement today. Uh, but I'm hoping, um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't continue. But if it does continue, I am hoping that we can get a better response from the DOT and maybe get someone actually on the show. So please, if something happens, let me know. Bring it to our attention, and we will continue to act on it. Uh, thanks again for the calls, the texts, the social media interactions. Tom Puckett is next with his evening news. I'll be back here tomorrow on Wednesday Hump Day, getting you home 2 to 6 on News Radio 930 WBEN. Have a great Tuesday. And if you're going to see Bailey Zimmerman, I hope you have a great time at the fair. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.